You're listening to The Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we will be discussing Futurama Season 3, Episode 16, A Leela of Her Own, with your hosts, Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. That's me. And I'm Rick Horchie. Joining us today is our special guest, Bo Bowersmith. Hello. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. This Welcome awesome. to the uh, House of Pod. <laughs> Is that I I don't know that we'll we'll work that in. That, that sounds like the beginning of uh, a Rob Zombie bad Rob movie. Zombie movie. Yeah, yeah weird. <laughs> Wait, did you say bad Rob Zombie movie? Yeah, well, there should be drugs involved somehow, and, and it's and a lot life. of the f word. Yeah, just yeah, just because you know I was just thinking about him the other day. I don't know why. Um, yeah, and I, the thing is, I like Rob Zombie. Like yeah. I think he's cool. All the interviews I've ever seen him in over the years, I yeah. like. I liked White Zombie when I was a kid. The two big albums I had those, and they were fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, his weird dancey solo stuff. I kind of like some of that too. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a fun song to hear in a strip club, whatever. And uh, his movies, I don't like them. Like, I like no. they're direct. They're beautiful looking. He can't write. He can't write. He should get somebody else to write, and he yeah. should direct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm, laughs> I said the exact same thing about Rob Zombie, which I like him as a person. Yeah. Like, I want to hang out with him. Yeah. yeah. He's like a, a genial stuff. fellow. Yeah. But his music, not so much. He likes his a lot of cool stuff. shit. He has a lot of cool yeah. shit to say. But you Do you know. know him and John Stamos and Howard Stern are, like, best friends? No, I didn't know he hung out with Stamos. That's, yeah. That's awesome, no, that, man. That makes sense because Stamos is a Howard Stern satellite and Rob Zombie and him have always been tight. But he's oh, tight okay. with, like, Chris Hardwick, too. Like, it's yeah. just. Yeah, they're, like. He, he was in around. fucking House of, House of a Thousand Corpses. So was I remember Wilson. when that's so weird. Yeah, I know. I remember when that came out. Uh, I was like, "That's the guy from uh, the MTV dating show," <laughs> and uh, you know he hadn't been anywhere. He was all doughy. And then when The Office came out, I have a really Tom will back me up. I have a really good facial recognition for, for uh, recognition for uh, um, yeah. TV and movie. Yeah, like a robot. And. <laughs> I, I, I want to see some baby pictures. I swear I'm not a robot. They're t- sent here to destroy everyone. They're right here. Pictures of me as a baby. Um, and uh, when The Office came out, I was like, that's the guy from uh, that Rob Zombie movie. And uh, then it turned out to be and this. He's four, got his for, face For four back. years, no one believed him. <laughs> now he's everywhere. It was like, before IMDb. I couldn't, talk, I couldn't explain to anyone. I'm like, believe me, I was IMDb back then. You know what I can't believe? Forge MDB. I, it, it looked like the same damn cartoon from last week on the Jumbotron. Was it another ref, referee animal? It did look like. I yeah. didn't go back and watch the other one, but I thought it looked really familiar. I don't know. The other one was called Censored. This one's called Goal Rush, so I don't know. See, I, I have to think that on Infosphere where it says the title is Censored, that it's like literally censored, that it has a title that is not censored in quotes, that it's like horrible racial slur horrible racial slur run or something maybe, like like maybe it, it's just something bad and again it bubbles its way up into bosco vision it's all like public domain cartoons yeah okay, yeah. yeah and they're fucked up like yeah. they're they're just people got up to some wild shit in the 40s apparently because okay. this animated stuff is and the rotoscope ones there's like a live action clown or an animated clown interacting with live action stuff in black and white it's terrifying it's like Ralph Bakshi nightmares and okay. stuff. It's just not not good. But I just harass Tom about it every week. It doesn't mean anything. But at this point, I can't stop. Yeah, I get it. Um, what was your history with this program, Futurama? Futurama. Well, it was on when I was in high school. So I tried to catch it whenever I could. Kind mm-hmm. of thing. But I didn't watch it religiously. It wasn't until like the mid-2000s when Comedy Central just played it over and over mm-hmm. again. Yeah. 
I got home from work when it had like a two hour block. Okay. Just, so I just watched that. And that's when I kind of became like, oh, this is really smart. And plus I was a little older and I realized, you know, how clever it was yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But then I kind of, you know, fallen away from it for a while. And actually your guys' podcast, I was like, oh shit. You know, I started watching episodes again. Cool. I yeah. wouldn't be watching the show at all if it wasn't for this podcast. Which is, is <laughs> so, okay, I have a question. I don't know if you've done the history of this podcast and why you guys started doing this and anything like that yeah but it's been a while since we uh mentioned it um when i was living in georgia separately um tom and pete had uh said like oh we should we should start a podcast and do like a skype one about this or that or whatever and um because that was a regular conversation between pete and i was we were were both listening to a lot of podcasts and you know hipping each other the ones we hadn't heard of and it's like oh i just ran into jonah ray in athens like, yeah, i yeah, just yeah. saw tj miller you know like it just that kind of stuff we and, went uh, down this comedy nerd hole yeah yeah and th- that was you know enough part of it or whatever and uh right when I, I i think right before i moved back when i knew i was coming back or right after i got back i like um messaged the two of them and i'm like hey the three of us should do this uh together what do you think and it worked out great because both of them have uh a ton of recording experience, uh, amateur and professional wise. And I have none of that. So I like lucked yeah. into doing this thing with, uh, you're the personality. Which, you yeah. And then I, then I had to pretend to be friends with them. I get know, to be so the like, heel. It all works out. <laughs> Tom just makes us sound like the most polished turds we can sound. Like. <laughs> yeah. For real. <laughs> polished turds. It's a mirror sheen. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know what to think about this episode. Yeah, I guess it was voted one of the worst episodes. I would yeah. ag- I would agree yeah. with that. This is like two Santas or um, another one of it, the bad it, ones. Okay, nostalgia got the best of me on this one. I uh, when it was coming up, I'm like, yeah, the Burns Ball one. It like a lot of these ones. If I haven't seen them in a long time, um, it's uh, I, I remember little bits from it. The kind of stuff that you when you have a show that you reference with your friends all the time. That there's you know oh the big the 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 green monster haha you know yeah. and you forget when it's in a bad episode the episode sucks and I started watching it I'm like this is just not a very it's I don't think it's as bad as Pete comparing it to the the one but the fans like you said I, I think it was voted I, I actually the, think the Santa's one may have been better ugh. like this one the story was real weak I think and yeah. it just wasn't that full of jokes and coming off of the run that we just had with like the most we recent had a bunch episodes, of fucking like, sweet ones in they were really good so I mean. That might be part of it, where if this was just shown in a vacuum, you'd be like, yeah, that's okay. But after the last few episodes, it was like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it started kind of silly. Um, the thing where Fry's looking at the binoculars through the window, and they're like, the wall of that strip club is oh, going yeah, to fall yeah. down that, like twice well, in the same day. It starts off with, joke. Yeah, yeah. With, with some good, yeah. like, uh, very Fry things or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he, at that point, too, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a good one. And then it just kind of, like, you know, petered out halfway through or whatever or even like, i still think there was good there's stuff i liked about this episode and there were jokes in it that i liked like leela breaking the binoculars to just look through the one, one side of it <laughs> like, oh okay. yeah, yeah forgot about that yeah you'd figure she'd have something in her uh wrist jig you know what i liked everything in this episode with the um signoids but i didn't like any of the baseball stuff like i liked the hank aaron moments and liked but for the most part most of the baseball stuff plot was uh yeah not not that entertaining i don't even like the signoids though really yeah, the signoids i didn't like that much i like uh i don't know i i think it was just goofy like um just did, getting things wrong kind of like semi almost uh offensive like it, <laughs> no, it seemed the signoids seemed like 
like a rehash of a rehash of a rehash of a rehash of a like 1970s Saturday Night Live gag. Totally. Yeah. Like Coneheads. John Belushi would be playing. Yeah, or the, like the cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger yeah. guy. You know, but it's like that was tired 20 years ago when they did this. Mm-hmm. And this is 20 years past that where it's just like, oh, this is not redeeming at all. There was, I mean, even even in that, there were some funny gags. But like it just didn't. It didn't seem as smart as most of the stuff that's on here. It didn't seem as clever. It was just sort of like, we need to fill up the B story with some shit. So let's yeah, let's try that. And, that, and the professor is so like racist. <laughs> we have to think what he's, he's, he was like super old. Fi, <laughs> yeah. fi and foo, and then he goes off on the giant racist tirade. Yeah. Um, you know the thing with like the U shaped chairs at the pizza parlor. Like, I, I liked where they bent Bender. Into the one shape, but then when Fry like sits in it and throws his leg over the mm-hmm. front of it, like, I, why couldn't they just turn him sideways? Lila did. Lila Is that said what like she that. did? Yeah, and just so like did a, the Signoids when they uh, were like sitting down, learning about pizza or whatever. Do the, do the Signoids ever come back? Was this like a one shot for them? Yeah, or they, they like show recurring up. Characters? Somebody will say a line. One of them, Black will say a line in like the movie or an episode later or you'll see them in the background. I mean, they're basically just Balky plus, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good way yeah. to describe it. Eastern, like, hey, kind of Eastern European. You're not sure like what, obviously not European. Non, but, non-denominational no, but, Eastern like, European. I'd say it, pick a country around the Adriatic Sea and that's where they're from. You know, Italian, Albanians, Greek, Romanian, Borat, Canadian, uh, um, uh, Croatia, Croatian, South American. <laughs> uh, the 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 one Canadian. Some somebody with that uh, <laughs> the guy from The Simpsons, the the put it in H guy. What? When he's buying the car and he's buying the European little when Homer's he's like it gets. Do uh, you know what I'm talking about, Tom? They got the big mustache. Put yeah. it, put it in H. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I mean, he's like a. Uh, Brothers Karamazov kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one... But I see, the thing is, I liked all the um, putting the gross stuff in the pizza and not knowing what, you know, people eat. Well, right. Like, oh, yeah. that was, like, it wasn't great. I think that but... was maybe the best gag in the, the show was the menu where they're like, what kind of pizza goes in you? Silt, asbestos, oh, yeah. flaming magnesium, yeah. stucco, scarab, and guano. And <laughs> the deep dish contains four kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. See, I mean, you know. Yeah, that was solid. I like when the whole family comes out of the oven. That's, yeah, that was, <laughs> you know. That's pretty good. They wanted to raise many fat, spoiled children and hang many underwear in the yeah. clothesline. Uh, that whole, were you going to say well, that? Yeah, I just, the post 9-11. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. No. Well, I guess tell, at the end. Tell of, Pete about that. They were good. At the end of that line was going to yeah. say, like, we're going to send weapons back home to the terrorists. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then. This is so close as, what, 2002 when this aired or something? What was their date? Yeah, uh, April 2002. Shit. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that was probably wise to make that. that you, like, it's funny. Uh, it's hard to remember. Like, it's been so long since before that. Like, I, when I read about that, I was like, I was like, God, that would be super fucking edgy now. Like, it would be yeah. a bad idea. A lot of shows, unless their whole thing was just, like, push, you know, wouldn't do that. Wouldn't have a line like that in there. But, and I'm but like, oh, pre nine eleven, like that was still kind of funny. Terrorists were bad guys in Schwarzenegger movies. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like I just. Did you listen to uh, Jason Manzukas on WTF? I think it just no, came out. No, I never listened uh, to WTF a couple anymore. days ago. Okay, so it, it was actually a really good interview. He's a really interesting guy. But they got oh, yeah, into this great. talk at the end of it where they were talking about. I guess in his current movie, he plays this complete 
like degenerate low life, but he's sort of the anti-hero character. Um, when he was in the dictator, which was like his big break with Sasha Baron Cohen, he's like, you got to remember, like you're rooting for us, but we're terrorists. Like we're terrible, terrible people. And we're doing horrible things, but like you, you become sympathetic to them in the, in the course of that. Like you can still do it. I think you just have to really, really buffoon. But that's it what up. I'm saying. What is Sasha Baron Baron Baron? Uh, what is that guy known for? Like Sasha being Barracuda? edgy. Oh, and, no, he's and just known for like basically and trying to do like shocking. He's you know he's the guy that does that in his movies and stuff. Like maybe he should join the Dickies like, or like if South Park does that, that's acceptable. <laughs> But like yeah. you know, uh, just some Fox show or you know, if I, like that's not. I'm saying that's a joke. You wouldn't see that on like Parks and Rec or like uh, um, The Simpsons or I don't know. You uh, could uh, though, uh, post uh, um, or pre look pre yeah. On. But I'm yeah. saying back, like Back to the Future. What's, um, the Libyan terrorist gave the professor uranium mm, or plutonium. Yeah. Doc, to, doc. No, he's not a professor. He's a doc. Doctor. Well, I, okay, he's Doc, doc Brown. Brown. I, I'm sure Emmett in Brown. some case he's considered a professor. Or he could be. I don't know. He's Dr. We Brown, don't know. Though. We don't know what he's a doctor of. Science. Right. So you could call him a professor. But maybe he never taught. He might not have, but he had to get his degree from somewhere. He probably did some sort of graduate assistantship with a fellowship somewhere. I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure Doc Brown has logged hours as a TA. Why was a high school kid hanging out with a, with a doctor anyway? Uh, there, you know, it seemed all on the up and up. Right. You know? I, I, I mean, the doc was basically a mentor to Marty, but Marty seemed a lot more dialed in than Doc did. Like, I don't... Did anybody ever make a prequel to that? Like, no, but there was... Uh, and I don't remember the details, and I don't remember where it came from, but there is... Let me put it this way, and there's not time to look it up, but uh, there's something where... I think Bob Zemeckis said Didn't something he, about, like, he there's a whole reason yeah. why. Oh, Bob, you're on a first-name basis with him? <laughs> Bob Zemeckis. Bobby Zemeckis. Z? Yeah, I've seen the movie enough times I can call him Bob. <laughs> Tom has the special, like, super-duper. Like the Eric, the Eric Stoll's yeah, deleted the, scenes? Like, <laughs> Blu-ray. Anniversary collection yeah, on both like, on Blu-ray and DVD. And it has the, like, King's Island or Disney, like, uh, ride, the Back to the Future ride videos. You know when you go to, like, to, on a ride yeah, and they yeah. have like the, the, the video, video playing or whatever movie. and it's just like uh, Christopher Lloyd like oh we're gonna go it's, just, it's <laughs> so weird we there's like it. that professor guy there's like a, a working um, a, like actor from that era in it like a full house kind of like actor guy or whatever like it's, remember we hired people to move the couch <laughs> while we were watching it like shake it <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I almost wish that Rick and Morty could be the prequel to Back to the Future wouldn't that be awesome if, like, through some sort of wormhole time thing, like, they both became Marty McFly and the professor? Uh, they're already, and like, Doc. on thin ice about how much they accidentally yeah. stole from... Really? Yeah. Ac accidentally. I don't it, was, it was, you know, it was uh, um, when uh, Justin Roiland made that cartoon, it was, like, a, when An South homage? Park made... No, when South Park made the um, Christmas... He, like, made, like, his own little, like, short or whatever, and he's like, yeah, and I'll, it'll, they'll look like Back to the Future, guys. This will never go anywhere. And then... When they were like, <laughs> and approached three by years it. later, you're sitting in front of a 30 foot right. car. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they, they do all this stuff. That's why they never travel through time. They'll do time related episodes. Yeah. Uh, the it's just interdimensional. The, the reason his vehicle looks so much like a spaceship is because it's really not it's supposed to not resemble a car. There, there's a lot of stuff where 
Uh, it just, and then the, even when they were like trying to sell it, they're like, hey, you, you know what I mean? Like people get sh- shows turned down 30 times a day or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, so then it made it and it's like, yep, it looks like, I remember the first time I saw a commercial for it on, on Adult Swim, I'm like, I didn't know who was involved. I didn't know Dan Harmon was, was involved in it. And I just saw like this um, quick teaser for it or whatever. And I'm like, fuck you, Adult Swim cartoon. Who do you think, like, yeah. we don't know that that looks just <laughs> like, you know. Oh, you know what? That, that reminds me. Someone uh, texted us a photo of their favorite Futurama mashup shirt, which is Rick and Morty, but it's Fry and the Professor. Uh, we appreciated that. Uh, it came in through our, our phone number, 216-438-1077. Oh. And, and here's something I realized, because we've had some more traffic on that, and we've gotten some really cool and fun stuff that's come in. Um, someone sent some great dick pics today. <laughs> sorry. Um, by, which, <laughs> by which I mean... Don't uh, be sorry. He uh, said great. A Nixon's head meme from Futurama, which was fantastic. Uh, Did they make that joke? That it was a dick pic? Yeah. Good yeah, it was great. But when people text us, we just see the phone number and we don't know who you are. So uh, if you do text or call us, I think when people call, they usually tell us a little bit about themselves. But like, if you could let us know, you know, at least like a first name and uh, a location, that would be nice. Just, and just so we can, uh, you know, direct market. Where you hide you. your key and your biggest fears. Yes. Um, all of that being said... Uh, why was there wine made Carol out of from Chagrin, you're on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. What, what the, the rat wine that Fry was drinking at the pizzeria, mm-hmm. is that a recurring thing too? Not that I know of. No? The rat wine? Yeah. He's I, drinking wine. We pressed it from the finest rats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that would taste like. Did you just ask if that was a recurring thing? Yeah. If, if, like, if there's rat wine, like lowbrow. Oh, because of the beverages. All right. I, I just, don't believe it, so. I don't know why that was such a weird concept to me when you asked that. I don't like, know. It's All of that stuff is kind of fresh on my brain because right after watching this episode, like, my daughter's birthday was this weekend, and one of the things that she like really, really, really wanted was um, the Jelly Belly Bean Boozled game. Are you familiar with this? Yes. No. No? Tom? Nope. Okay, so... It's got a little spin. Well, I don't remember asking you to explain it. No, I'll, I'll, well, it, I'll, I'll tell you why this is tying together in my consciousness. There's a little spinner that tells spinner? you to pick a color. No, mm-hmm. like you know, like yeah. a, a board game. Oh, have spinner. you seen this? This game? I know, yeah, the different flavors. And it's got different it flavors. Yeah. So it's like you have got like white, red, green, blue, yellow. Did you say purple. jelly beans? Is that jelly what it is? beans? Okay. Yeah, and and they're all the same color in each box. But when you spin and get the color. You have to eat the jelly bean, and it could be like, and then cher- Reagan's ghost come out, like, comes out, and- cherry or menstrual blood, yeah, or uh, the white is like coconut or spoiled cheese, mm-hmm. and you don't know until you eat it, and like it's a game. Screw that! that. Kids I play will not like, play that. Yeah, I won't that. either. She wants me to play it, and I'm just like, I'm not. I didn't like those um, jelly beans, the, like the Harry Potter Harry ones. Potter ones, where you would yeah. get the like, oh, this one's vomit or whatever. Like, I just want candy. I don't, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's like blueberry or toothpaste. I think if I was eight, it would be the funnest yeah, thing as ever. A kid, but it's yeah, she cool. seems to think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when, if I'm gonna play it with like, her. you know, uh, when money didn't have value and you were just like, <laughs> like I can afford one thing of candy this week. Well, and and like I eat a lot of shit. The taste. I just bad. made like people listening. I'm like, oh, that poor guy. He can only afford one thing of candy this week. His life must be so <laughs> sad. And <laughs> it's I, just him waiting for his paycheck. Like, gonna get that candy bar this week. I can't wait. What's I, it gonna be? Kit I Kat? mean, that time you worked uh, overtime and you got you afforded king size. <laughs> there's just there's like a whole bunch of things that I I like eat on purpose or drink on purpose that taste bad. So I don't even know what it would necessarily do. 
to eat. It was like spoiled cheese. I'm like, okay, but is this going to taste like kind of a nice blue yeah, right. or something? If, it, if like, it's Jelly Belly, it tastes like... They're good at it. They're good at it. They yeah. Yeah. it may, uh, like ugh. diaper. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't, I've never diaper. had one of the bad ones because... The uh, no the you have, I take a, that you have a taste tester uh, <laughs> green the grass it tastes like grass that's uh, weird. Brandy played it with BB this week and she got grass. clippings she's like this is disgusting yeah like I don't I don't like any game where it's like have a chaser and a spit cup yeah. ready you that know what the next step is, is Russian roulette <laughs> <laughs> that's kids, yeah, obviously the next step. <laughs> For the for like a kids game or <laughs> no? Yeah. I'm just saying you start playing that jelly bean game and yeah. then before you know it, you're playing Russian roulette. Doing something more and more dangerous. You, you need know? you need to get that adrenaline. The jelly buzz, beans like, don't you know? cut it. Yeah. It's, then mean. it just escalates. The next thing you know, you're smoking crystal meth. And then I guess just, if you have a, an addictive personality, like that's like you if know. you're down at the casino spending all your money and then putting Uber back on your phone. And then or the something. next thing you know, you're like betting on people's <laughs> lives and stuff. <laughs> you betting I, on jelly I, beans. Have you ever been? Uh, part of a death pool? I no, I have not. No, you mean as the like subject? a ce- like a no like a celebrity death pool? Like you have like you you know like a Super Bowl pool, but it's like here's my grid of celebrities, and this is when I think they're gonna die. No, I think we had this conversation before, and I don't like the concept of a death pool. I don't particularly care for it. I was just asking if you'd ever been in it. I don't think we've had this conversation on record. Celebrities, I don't see a problem with it. I don't know. It yeah, was the basis of a whole they signed up for. Uh, Dirty yeah. Harry movie. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to go out and kill him. You're just saying, like, there's a good chance. Yeah, that- like if, if George Michael dies unexpectedly at a young age, you could clean up. If is everybody- that part of the rule for a celebrity death pool? If like, you pick somebody and then you go out and kill him, is that cheating? I mean, you'd at least have some funds left to put towards your legal fund, I think. Hmm. I, I, I would think just on the Oh, I didn't get caught. I mean, I wouldn't get caught. Yeah. So you're responsible for Elton John? Elton John? He's still alive. Or is he? Oh. <laughs> I killed uh, Reginald Dwight. Dwight Reginald? What's, is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Two first names, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. It's yeah, it could go either way. Uh, the only Dwight I know is... Uh... Eisenhower. <laughs> oh, I guess I know two then. Um, what's her... Oh, shit. I don't know what Hermie's last name is. Conrad. Conrad. Okay, so Dwight Conrad would be the other one. And, and Dwight Schrute. Dwight Schrute. That's Dwight three Schrute, Dwights yes. that I know, but zero Dwights that I know in real life. That's a, that's another common name. Have you ever yeah, met anybody I named feel Dwight? I like it's come up before, and I'm like, wow. Like, it was it was something where some it, it was somebody's name. It's not somebody I know, but somebody like I think I just met once, and I was like so enthralled. Like that's somebody's real name in real life. Like it might have even just been a story. Like uh, this guy I work with, Dwight, blah blah blah. And I was like, somebody's named Dwight. That's you know. It's odd. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very intimate yes. Uh, yeah, I, we're still on the goddamn pizzeria. I it just... Uh, I, I, it, it, I mean, I guess we can, we can skip it, but like the live bees instead of oregano in the shakers, that would you get honey out of that? I learned that on the like, bees there. Substitute this for this charge oh. one time. You can substitute live bees for oregano if you don't have oregano. I never heard of that, but that makes sense. Do you have to crush them? No, you just shake them, and they Flake get so off. angry that they permit, permit permeate a like spice from them. All true. You're a bug guy. You know that, That's right? That's not true. You're making that, <laughs> that whole thing up. You <laughs> crazy. 
I liked his little poster that said, visit Singus in the Simmer. <laughs> oh, like I saw that real quick and didn't rewind it. And like, it's I really see, not worth rewinding. No, but, but we, I tried to because, you yeah. know, we bring up like the signs and stuff and I saw it and it like didn't register. That joke didn't register. Yeah. I saw the words and I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. You know. I mean, usually Futurama, those little side jokes are They do brilliant. a pretty good job. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe this episode, if it's so bad, at least we'll get some good like yeah, posters what, what and stuff. What sign was that? Where was that at? It was like in the pizzeria. pizzeria. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the well, uh, like, Family Bros Pizza. It was all like was set up. I like that name. It was yeah. cute, you know? Like, uh, uh, like if you go into any Greek restaurant or Euro place, they all have the same five posters. Mm-hmm. It's always a woman eating eating a euro. giant euro, yeah. and then like a picture of like Santeria, you know, like beautiful, gorgeous Aegean Sea, and like bleached white yeah, stucco buildings. buildings up on a cliff. I like that they had the signoid celebrities in the yeah, yeah. like you know, like you would have in like a New York pizzeria or whatever. Like hey. Uh, 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 um, Joey Fatonate here or whatever. <laughs> Joey Fat one. You tried the rest. <laughs> now we're open. I mean, I actually just read an article this week um, about how restaurants... turn upside down? <laughs> no, like how restaurants like that are actually like a really viable entry point for immigrants. And there's whole like chunks of the country or like, you know, little enclaves Enclaves, enclaves. I, you no, know, you were right the second time. Enclaves. Uh, you know, like you get these geographic areas, and this has happened a lot in the South over like the last twenty years. Where like you don't think of the South as like somewhere to go for like Somalian food, or it is. Yeah, exactly. You know, right? or like like in Georgia, like in Atlanta, there's like whole suburbs that are basically populated yeah. with refugees and immigrants from like specific areas that are d- like definitively not you know, uh, traditionally Southern. And so then you start getting this Creole of like, you know, Indian food mixed with sort of traditional Southern stuff. And it, it, it creates these really interesting, this was a food magazine. So it was all kind of from that, that picture, but like, you know, that's, are you rolling your eyes at me? No, I was just I was just laughing because you were like describing all this, and you're like, but it was in a magazine, <laughs> like yeah, a food a food magazine. That's I mean that's like it what was it was an ad for Corona for, for those of our our young listeners out there. That's what um people like Pete used to do before. No, I mean, and the, the funny thing is, or, this is the second last issue of the magazine. It's like the next issue is the last one because uh, like we're not making any money on this. Fuck it. No, it, it's but, like it's like Up Rocks, but it wasn't on your phone. You had to buy. You had to wait thing, for it to come in the mail. In the mail. Pay someone in advance for it, and if they decided to stop making it, they had your money. It's a real shit show. Uh, on that note, Lucky Peach, fantastic magazine. Go buy the back issues, and maybe they'll <coughs> they'll make some more. Um, so yeah, I, I mean that whole aspect. It's a very realistic thing and funny that a thousand years in the future, that like, it's still like you, you'd have aliens coming from another place, and like like Cambodians make donuts. Like that's a that's a thing where like. Mom and pop donut shops all over the country are basically owned by Cambodian I, immigrants. Yep, I've, uh, um, I, yes, I. I think I, the it, donut pantry up on Madison. A, I think there was a is bunch it? of donut shops. I don't know why I it kept happening, but when I did that cross country trip, uh, Wh- which one? Because you did like four in the no, I only a did months. really two, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I stopped at more than one donut shop, and uh, they were. Um, Asian owned and I was like oh I didn't know that that was a thing it is 
And it's because it's, I mean, really in the grand scheme of things, it's a pretty low barrier to entry, but it becomes a really viable business if you do it well. Mm. And then that creates an anchor. Cause we're fat Americans that yeah. love our donuts oh and God. breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> oh, breakfast sandwiches. They get me with the, see, I, I go into donut shops now for the breakfast sandwiches. And then I'm like, well, I should probably get 85 donuts while I'm here too. Cause they'll keep for a few days and I could just, ah, you know, when I was in Seattle, I got the, the client I was working with and wanted to do something special. The one morning we had a long day of meetings. So I went and bought them two dozen donuts from a fancy donut place. Mm-hmm. It cost you mean like a peace, love and whatever. No, 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 donuts no, no, no. Like a pretty decent donut place. No, it was over a hundred dollars for two dozen donuts. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> they were good donuts. They better be good. And donuts. actually, I, I don't know if I should call them out or not. This is in Seattle. It was a place called general porpoise. Excellent donuts. Good name. But they were like, Four bucks a pop. You shouldn't name your rest or your your eatery General Porpoise unless it's a seafood place. Well, they like they that. have a chain of establishments that are all sort of nautical themed. So it, I don't know. It's a thing. I mean, th- that kind of makes sense. It's the Pacific Northwest. Everybody's high. General Porpoise sounds like a character on like a Marine GI Joe show or something <laughs> like, or like that. When, uh, Star Wars, where like they just give up and like, <laughs> <laughs> or a friend yeah. or a friend of Zoidberg's. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. the Star Wars characters that people gave up on, just like uh, um, uh, G- General Porpoise. Uh, um, uh, uh, there was a General Grievous. Z- was- oh yeah. Uh, zap zapper um, donut shop. Uh, <laughs> this is like when I was a kid. That's when I stopped being into GI Joe. Is they came out with a character called the Annihilator. I'm like, well, fuck <laughs> it. If, he, was, was if it, he's accurately <laughs> named, what's the point? Was it, wasn't General Porpoise the leader, the like the Charlie's Angels guy of uh, the Street Sharks? Who <laughs> <laughs> the Street Sharks? It was an '80s cartoon or early '90s cartoon. Early 90s, that, yeah. Inline uh, skating sharks. it was one of those just like i think the theme song explained where they came from though it was it was that time period where uh cartoons were still on regular tv ninja turtles yeah yeah it was that whole thing yeah and then it was just like you had um the cartoons on after school and the cartoons on saturday morning still and the cable networks weren't really making original content yet like nickelodeon and cartoon network were just and boomerang were just playing old cartoons so they were just shitting out ninja turtle ripoffs and and uh you know uh, other biker mice from Mars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I never saw that actually. That's one of those ones that like it's always referenced. I just missed it somehow. Yeah, I didn't watch many episodes, but I remember like I had a toy and I was like, "What the? What's this from?" I, you know, never, was, I I'm just gonna hazard a guess that it was a piece of shit cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just well, we kind of made this thing. We got to come up with a backstory now. Yeah. Okay, did the song involve as much slap bass as an episode of Gem? It was a lot of like um every every one of those shows had that like sounded like the beginning of like Street Fighter 2 like guitar <laughs> rock <laughs> you know yeah yeah that's that time and period even the comic books everything was violent and dudes had just huge muscles yeah. and it's just like every who was that guy Vin Diesel um Adam uh who's the guy that used to that drew all the the x-men stuff in the early 90s that every rob liefeld uh, yeah he's the worst i used to love his stuff and then he looked back and, and then like, now it's like horrible. oh yeah he's but like, when i was a kid I was like this guy's yeah, amazing yeah. he yeah i have a friend that draws uh comic Wait, art and stuff I, and adam lee well, I, I can't think of his name i, don't know. I 
I don't want to out him on the show. Just like Jim uh, Lee. It, Jim Lee. Was it Jim Lee? Jim Lee was like yeah. an editor. He's still good. No, no. no. Or was I he an artist? Else. I don't know. Jim Lee. He drew. Uh, he drew for the Ice X-Men. Storm with Kevin Klein and Scurney Weaver. I know what you mean. Um, no, but he, he's posted articles from some comic bloggers who were just like people just savaging Rob Liefeld stuff, and it was. I mean. It completely changed like how things were drawn for several years. Like I, yeah. I wasn't even reading comics then. And I recognized like the, the art as that happened. But like it's really bad when it's people really bad. point out. It's like the um, that McMansion Hell blog, which I guess just took itself down. Like the person who was running it took it down because she was getting cease and desist letters over it. But if you ever looked at it, that that blog was hilarious because it was like. They just you go. just said words. None of them made sense to me. Could you McMansion Hell? It, McMansion Hell was like a, a blog that took real estate photos of like just ridiculous suburban sprawl uh, McMansions and like just savaged them. It's like, oh, look, there's seven turrets on this for no reason. And yeah. like, we just oh, break yeah. it apart where it's like, this is form over function, but it looks shitty. And it's just people trying to be ostentatious with like, Oh, there's 17 windows in this room, but you can't open 18 or eight of them because they're too high and they didn't put cranks on them. Or, it, it I'm not explaining it well, but it, it, just looking through it, it's even okay. If you I stopped. McMansions are are large houses that also contain a McDonald's in them. Correct. Exactly. Some of them do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just everything in the house has like has the golden arches. On <laughs> it. No, it has a thing where you're like, oh. And all of the doors, up this, this are, shelf, and then McRiddles come out of it. And you're all, like, oh, well, what happens when you like turn on the fish tank, and then like um, chicken McNuggets fly out? And, all like, of the everything. doors are shaped oh, so shit. that like a Mayor McCheese can walk through because it's got that just his silhouette. Like, yeah. it's like when when a cartoon they run through a wall and it's got the perfect silhouette, but every doorway has like a top heavy mushroom shaped door so you can walk through as Mayor McCheese or Big Mac the constable. Let's get to the Burns <laughs> ball game. What about the... Uh, you know what so they, sucks they're, about they're this like, hey, ball game? They tell the Signoids... Uh, well, go ahead. It took out all of the good parts of the Blurns ball. It it water it, it uh, made it a little more boring. When yeah. they had the Blurns ball episode before, it was like, well, all this stuff was happening. But, but they still kept some stuff in there, like the Grand Slam. Uh, that was great. At yeah. the, the end. That's hit here and... Chinchillas, yes, giant chinchillas at the oh, end yeah, that yeah. run out. <laughs> that was, awesome. that was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah they, so they left some of the the yeah. fun stuff in there. No, but um, the reason they uh, w- before they went to the game, did they have their their little pickup game first, or was yeah. that so they yeah. were trying to? They teach- were watching the game on the big screen at the pizzeria. And then they went to play it. That's how she got discovered. Oh, and then yeah. the guy was walking by, mm-hmm. and uh, okay, everybody's watching Something her being double, Ab- double Abner deal. Double Deal, who yeah. also owned the Ultimate Fighting Robot League. Yes, Ultimate so, Robot Fighting League. So wait a second. Oh, so when they went to the game, it was to watch Leela play. That's yes. No, they okay. were no. well. They were on the team with Leela when she got discovered. Yeah, but I'm saying when they and went then to when the they actual... went to the actual game, it was because she was on the team. Yeah, was and when they were playing in the park, was that? Excuse me, Randy. From, oh yeah, yes. from uh, the robot arms apartment. Was it, was it in Robot Arms apartment? No, it wasn't. It was where Fry and Bender lived before Robot Arms, uh, where yeah, he was mad got... at them because of the the antenna yeah, interference. They, they, where um, she's a firecracker. Yeah, that was odd. Friend. I wrote that down. The random. I assume. Gage yeah, yeah, yes. uh, yeah. Just, his name is Randy. He's a reoccurring character. Oh, is and, he? Okay. And uh, and his dog has two daddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's, um, oh, that's hilarious. Then. I didn't know he was a recurring character. It's uh, John DiMaggio, right? I think so. He's he's only been on a couple times so far. I assume he. Sh- I mean, it was enough that when he has been on before, he was enough of a presence to go like, oh, that yeah, guy. Okay. Yeah, like in this one, I, that's the only line he had, right? Yeah. yeah. In the other ones he's been on, he's like came in and made little remarks and you know that's little funny. snappy. Yeah, I didn't know he was a recurring character. So I'm like, wow, it's a, it's a weird choice just to have. To just have that guy. <laughs> just, yeah. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that would it just uh, you know. She's a firecracker. Um. So uh, my, I, I would say right the favorite part of this episode. Uh, I don't know if it saves it. I guess it doesn't. But Bob Uecker. Oh yeah, I was great, wondering huh? if that was really him, it and was. apparently yes. it was. I mean, okay, I, I know people do impersonations, but come on, who could do a Bob Uecker like that? I don't know. They had somebody doing Marv Albert. Yeah, everybody can do Marv Albert, and it didn't sound exactly. I mean, that's like a. It, it, it'd be like, oh, was that really hard? Oh, hey, you guys. Uh, Special guest uh, Howard Cosell just came into the Slurmcast recording thingy. Uh, this is Howard Cosell. I, I mean, come on. Yeah, I'm just looking to see if Marv Bobby, Albert. If, uh, no, it's uh, I, I, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, oh, stuttering Richard, guy. He's stuttering Rich, guys here. Richard Little or whatever. Rich Little. Yeah. Rich Little. Yeah, he does. Bob, you in an, an episode of Futurama, and he does Howard Cosell. Yeah, yeah, and he, but like. Uh, Bob Uecker is still alive. He's 83 yes. years old. Still alive. Still. So is Hank Aaron. Still. That, that surprised me. Wow. I mean, we'll, we'll get there, but when I was reading the credits, I thought he was like from a different time, but apparently... He almost uh, he turned down, uh, turned this down, and then he agreed when he found out about Bob Uecker. Why? Because his baseball card came in a different pack than the rest of your baseball players? <laughs> it's like a one. <laughs> a single wrapped card. No, I just... I mean... Admittedly, I know shit about baseball and history. Like I could name off like people like uh, Babe Ruth and Jackie Robinson and Hank Aaron and Willie Mays, but like I really don't know what they did or when they played. Or I, I know what Jackie Robinson did, but like I just I don't know. So yeah. I thought Hank Aaron was like a player from like the fifties or something, and maybe he was, and he's still alive. He was born in nineteen thirty four. So uh, I was playing in the fifties then. Yeah, I mean he's probably a contemporary of Bob Uecker's. Really? It's a good thing it's not a baseball podcast. Well, Hank Aaron, yeah. Hank Aaron. That won't stop us from talking about it. <laughs> decided. Well, we've, we've tried to talk about, like, science and stuff on this show and it did not, you know. Because we're, we're a creationist <laughs> podcast. <laughs> or do you know that? Uh, no, uh, Hank Aaron uh, wasn't sure if he was going to, like, do the voice for this episode or whatever. Then when he found out Bob Uecker was going to do it, he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, he, him and Bob Uecker are the same age. Yeah, they're really? both eighty-three. Yeah. So they probably played against each other. My favorite part of this episode, though, was around this time when uh, Leela like first got her uniform on, and Fry was like, uh, "Can I pat your butt?" And she's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, yeah, I wrote that down too. And that was he, one of my yeah, favorites." He's, just, he's like, "Oh, now I'm too nervous." <laughs> <'Cause> that's like <laughs> well, that, I can, I can yeah. relate to that. So <laughs> that was well, it was it was that, and then just like uh, Billy West, you know, the timing of that, where like he was. Uh, you know, just like when you overthink, you know, yeah, something totally. like that. Where yeah. that felt like the good Futurama. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I wish See, that, that's what I'm saying. That. There's yeah. little moments of that, yeah. like kind of parsed throughout this episode. Yeah. So that's why I, I wasn't like, oh, I, I hate this episode because every few minutes something like that would happen, and I'm like, that fell into the fry coming onto Leela bucket. That's like three episodes strong now. Like I'm still not comfortable with it. I don't uh, think well, you'll ever get comfortable. I thought with it. no. This was more like before when he would just make little remarks. So I thought you'd be okay with that. Like, I don't know. If you went back I, and watched I, an old one, would you? Is it like like Sully now? No, I just I notice it more, but I'm still not. It still feels forced to me. 
That's all. These like later on, it get real heavy with it. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like the beginning of that, and uh, it's a couple episodes ago is where it really came out, and it's just like this is jarring because Pete all had, of a sudden Pete he's has just a like, problem with it for some reason. That one episode. I don't have a problem with it. I felt my problem with it is story construction. It doesn't feel organic. It feels forced. Like when two characters on a show get together, like friends or something. No, like when Bill Cosby says, "Hey, I got a drink. Do you want to relax a little?" And then holds a town meeting about it, a town hall meeting about it. Yep. And his lovey dovey barbecue sauce. Remember that one episode when Fry has that weird like uh, saxophone? The holophoner? Yeah. And like that was real heavy with like. That's what I said a couple weeks ago. I don't know if that episode came out yet. Um, Yeah, that was Parasites Lost. No, 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 no. I mean, when I brought that up, uh, we were, I I think think it was when Dan was on last. And um, uh, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, when Pete kept harping on um, how much this bothers him or whatever, and I was like, "Well, what about that episode where he was like expressing?" That no, made, that no, uncomfortable. That was but, more Leela coming on to Fry though. In that very episode. much so, and he because he had the he had the worms. He couldn't express himself before, and when he could, he was all about. You know, oh, okay, that's fine. But that happened like there was like a ten episode. We are so getting into it right now. I'm so a, excited. Oh yeah, there's a ten episode gap I'm full of co- between Coca-Cola that and- episode and the the last three. Mm-hmm. Like it was there was a significant gap in that time. So it wasn't like it grew gradually from that. It was like oh yeah, Fry's really into Leela, and then nothing, and then all of a sudden he's just like. Ah, on top of her, like you've white never on rice. seen that happen in real life. You've never done that in real life. Like had like, a like, Sam and Diane with somebody, and like let a couple of months go of not perving on them the whole time, and then came back, or or like I don't know, found somebody else to be interested in for a few weeks, or a couple, or then gone back, and I'm like, oh hey, it's me, or whatever. I mean, nope, no, uh, not not that I can remember within the last fifteen years. Tom, you're so full of shit. You're so full of shit. <laughs> I want to bring up like 10 girls right now where you've done that with. Silence. And they're all right here. Go open the door, Bo. This is your life. Yeah. Was, there, was there a significance between uh, her seven-eighths number? Uh, well, they Just ran that out all, of, They all ran out of rational numbers? Yeah, but uh, according to Infosphere, there's what? Do you know this? Yeah, there was uh, a, a little person, I guess. That oh, yeah, the, that was crazy. The was that Louis, in there? St. Louis Browns at the time. Really? Yeah. And his number was one-eighth. Because people were so mean back then. Yeah. <laughs> is the Mets being terrible like a thing? Yeah, I think they've always been. They won in the eighties, like eighty four. I think was that like the Wilson. Dwight Gooden era where everybody was coked out? Or I don't. Yeah, and now they had like a. They went to World Series a couple of years ago, and now they're bad again. So, mm-hmm. but I think definitely when this t- came out, they were. Yeah, in the early two thousands, yeah, I think they were a joke. So really, this is just the sleazy guy who owns him is just using her as a publicity stunt to sell seats because she's just beating the shit out of people yes. by yes. beating them. Is that supposed to be a dig at her bad depth perception? Yeah, it is. She goes, yeah, they didn't mention that, I think. She says something about, like... Because of my depth at perception. The, yeah, at the... Uh, she apologizes to one of the people she hits. With, with uh, the, but it doesn't make any sense because it doesn't, doesn't affect your life in any other aspect. So That's a whole... Yeah. So why uh, I've brought that Pete, up I'm sure several times. Well... <laughs> Before you brought it up, was it because she had a problem with that depth perception? Did they make fun of her? They made fun of her for it, but she's a really uh, able starship pilot, yes. and in other situations where she has to drive, she apparently compensates for her lack of depth perception very well. Yeah. So like to all of a sudden have it be a problem for something like throwing a ball, it seems sort of off character. Yeah, and since her eye is centered in her head, it should And she's, she yes, has yeah. the, uh, what's the stuff, the, the grease paint? 
Where Amy's yeah. like, you have too much eyeliner on. That, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I like Amy's always. She has some good stuff every once in a while. That's a funny one. I, you know what? There's there w- one part in the episode where I don't know something's happening and they're just looking and then Bender steals a oh cup yeah from the yeah. guy in front of him and then Amy yeah does. that was I, yeah, there was something about that where I was just like oh that's cute I, there was a gag right around here that I th- it was really good it was with the black boxes in the locker room oh yes where the they had censored the black bar box, machine the, yeah. the black box generator and just like that getting like that was that really was a good. good that was a good uh, yeah. like a thing you can only do on Futurama or you know now shows that are, it. That at the time, a uh, technology joke. You know what I mean? Like a, well, so, a, a so, TV plus technology joke that you know I haven't you heard do on The Simpsons or whatever. I haven't watched much uh, televised locker room talk other than our president um, getting caught with his locker room talk because he's a fucking. I, this is the first I'm hearing person. about it. <laughs> Go on. Uh, my point is: is that are you something... breaking some huge news from a year ago right now? No, I'm just harping on it because we're doomed. Um, do do uh, you beat me to it? Is that is that something that they used to do? Would they do like locker room interviews and just like block out guys? I would think they'd be like, I was just thinking of any like movie or TV show. No, no, like, I, oh, kn- I the- know what those you mean, bars like, are used for. Like, after the with- game, like go in there, like, yeah. Oh, put the- I don't, I don't think I, they I mean, had the technology back then to just like throw no, up they some. Don't they just have? It's like the players in their like uniforms or maybe with their shirt off or maybe a guy in a towel or something but i don't even think Do they that. ever like flash usually they're not really in the locker room yeah no that's a great joke though when a guy goes i win oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it i that's uh that's weird that's the bob Uecker had a funny line when he goes this is more fun than a cowboy in a shark tank Portex, he was quite a shark. <laughs> See, there was some good. There's a lot of I stuff like that in here. I didn't even catch that one. That's oh great. yeah, it was fucking great, man. There was some good. Joke. Was that right before he got smashed? I think so. Made a bit, yeah. Where Lila like beamed him. Yeah, I don't remember, but it was not during. <laughs> I. It, uh, he also says, "Man, I haven't seen him play this bad since the days of Bob Euchre." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the um. So Bender kind of revisits his pimp role by becoming her yeah, agent. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he did that something else too. Didn't he be, become somebody's agent or manager or whatever? I'm sure. In one of the episodes we. He's a fast talking deal maker. If you put one a one and two zeros in front of it, you know, it becomes a, a hundred dollars. Um, but they went okay. Is this a autocorrect problem or was this the actual thing? Because either way, I think it works. Ancestor. Oh. Ancestor and Sons ad agency. Uh, it auto-corrected to Ancestors and Sins ad agency, which is maybe more appropriate for an ad agency anyway. Um, but the fact that they go in and pull like the Mad Men thing with Bender trying to sell her uh, sponsorships and things. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. Don't, it was, uh... Where they were pitching the sponsorships. I don't you just remember. <laughs> uh, never mind. It was in the episode. It was a well, song. I mean, there's two other people here in an audience. Like, I don't have to remember. <laughs> Go ahead, Pete. I explain know, it to one just, other person. You're staring at me blankly. Then which, stare at somebody else. I try to think of what the, the brand of beans were. Something Bay Beans that she had a hawk. Uh, I think I wrote it down. And she did the um, Spanish one, too, which is funny. Oh, shit. Bean Bay Beans. Bean Bay Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was frijole, yeah, frijole baby beans. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like when uh, uh, the 
coach uh, chastised the clown for for bunting. <laughs> it was the clown was it was good. I liked the clown every time he came up. Was that, <laughs> it was like a clown's only. I forget. Funny when he. Oh, I, can't, I can't remember. <laughs> it was one of those ones where I just wrote down clown bunted, and then like I was like, I'll so remember this. I don't need to write down the whole thing. It's tomorrow. I'm watching it yeah, today. I don't remember. Gonna, you know I, what am I gonna forget in 24 hours? Like, the the part where the ambulances are running the bases. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's hurt. But the, it, you know, again, it it brings me back to thinking that Burns Ball reminded me so much of, of your childhood no 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 of pro thunderball on the original upright citizens brigade show i didn't see that skit i actually didn't see a lot of that show and it's one of those things i keep meaning to go back and revisit if it's, it's out there streaming on something but i don't know sure if it, CISO it, maybe or something. it's on CISO or something it's it's a it's just crazy and I, I i don't remember if we we talked about this the last time burns ball was on but like there's like a loaded handgun on the field that somebody can run and get and then junkie cheerleaders did. and then a dog or like a stray dog running around. And then there's a car that just drives around and tries to run into people. Like it's a, it's a whole insane See, thing from your description. I either saw that skit or you talked about it before. It's probably, uh, the latter. At least. I can confirm it's the latter. Um, I'm just, I'm looking to see if it, uh, it came out in 2000. So it's, it's entirely possible that that was an inspiration for Burns Ball. What is, the ball is tethered. Where is the, where's the beginning of the tether? Oh, I was trying to figure I would think out. at the pitcher's mount. Okay. I yeah, think, that makes sense. I think it was. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> but it could be, I mean, anywhere between the, uh, the pitcher and the batter, right? Do they ever explain why there's a tether? I don't think so. I think it was just one of those when they first go to the first Bournes ball game of like, oh, the, the they ball's They fixed tethered. everything that was wrong with baseball or something like that. Was there an explanation like in the like, first game? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they said, which there's a lot wrong with baseball. <laughs> I've worked in pizzerias before, and I've never used a sauce toilet. <laughs> sauce toilet. But I, that? I could probably You don't find use the sauce one. toilet. The people making the pizza make the I was making pizzas sauce. when oh. I worked at the pizzeria. We just had cans that's, of that, sauce. That's, uh, pizza place doesn't sound up to code then. <laughs> I don't, well, it might be if it. I mean, if you're just putting the sauce in the toilet and it's clean, the trick is it. I mean, like a toilet is just a porcelain vessel. Yeah, so as long as you don't contaminate it with urine or feces or vomit or any other such things. How do you test a toilet before it gets put on the shelf to sell? Somebody probably tests it. There's probably a you toilet could, tester. You could bleach it out. You could refire it. You know, you could run a flame. Okay, over I'm gonna go poop in one of your pans in your kitchen, and then you can bleach it and look, fire I it out you said and cook pants. it again. Look, look, look. <laughs> and talk, a pair of your Tom, pants. Talk to your sister. She probably has like a thing that you can just squirt on it. Yeah, but you don't and eat then, off like, of the toilet. Then run a black light over it and see if it's clean or not. Right? I don't know. I I bet I bet she probably does. This is why she only handles fingerprints. Yeah, but if she needed to get in the supply what? closet. I don't. I don't know if you guys do. I know a lot of people do. It's unpopular, but I just do not pee in the shower. I've always been against pee in the shower because, like, would you put your bare feet in a toilet or on like the backside of a urinal? If I mean, my uh, feet were on fire and that was the only place I had to put them, I'd put them in a toilet. Let me ask I you. I know it's very unpopular. Everyone's like, "Why don't you just pee in the shower? It's so easy." I just don't. Like let me ask you your question with a question, Bo. How do you feel about cats? I'm a dog person. Okay, Tom. Pass, <laughs> Horchie. Uh, I like cats. 
Okay. And I think, dogs. I think my feelings about felines are pretty well documented on this show and in my life in general. And one I of, love them. One, <laughs> one of my one of my biggest Hello, problems I'm Pete with them. I endorse this message. I love cats. They walk around in a box of their own shit and piss, and then walk around everything else. And they jump up on your furniture and maybe in on your, your face. table or on the counter. Or they face. come on your face. Or they get on your your they come on your bed. Face. <laughs> <laughs> he has a pretty wild. Face. <laughs> my cats are shitheads. Uh, and Pete has this thing where his face gives off these pheromones. It's a pheromone. And the just, cats are always trying to jizz why, on it. It's really why I hate them. But like, you know, you, you, I go upstairs, you know. First probably, time he woke up thinking that there was frosting on his face. What, was, what is this? The Something About Mary podcast? Now it's like. <laughs> there's, there's like 17 pussy oh, jokes I, neither of you made, and I'm not oh, even going to go there. No. Cats are really into Pornhub, I think. <laughs> Brazers. That's all I yeah, I, but I'll, I'll like go upstairs in the middle of the day, and there's one of the cats sitting in the bed. I'm like, you're wiping your shitty paws on my duvet cover, you fuckhead. Like, yeah, I mean, dogs are the same way. It's unsanitary, I mean, it's- and, and they'll be like, oh no, they're but like okay. But here's the point, uh, at least with that or a point is that they're animals. Bo is talking about human beings, yeah, consciously sentient, choosing to pee in the shower. I pee in the shower. Uh, I, I don't. I don't have. I would never like argue one point or the other, because uh, I can understand both. If somebody's like, "That's terrible," I'd be like, "Yes, it is." And if somebody's like, "Who gives a shit?" I'm like, "Yes, it is." Are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny thing. Is, no, I isn't. I'm in the minority. I think like because I've had many roommates throughout the years, and every single one of them are like, "Dude, I pee in the shower." Once I heard Ma- Madonna say that everybody does it, so it's probably true. Yeah. Tom, did you pee in the shower? Do you pee in the shower? I peed in the shower. Okay. Yeah. I have done it before. Mm-hmm. I just choose but not it, you to. would yeah. you choose not to. I yeah. tend to majority use of. the bathroom before I get into the showers. So. Yeah, I mean to to be honest, it's I don't know. I've I, had so, roommates so, to like look forward to holding up <laughs> so they can go in the shower. Like it's just, I don't know. There doesn't seem to be <laughs> give us some names. <laughs> <laughs> Are you or have you ever been associated with shower peers? That was good. <laughs> I like. I, I I don't know. It, it's all don't ever compliment Pete on this podcast. It's all <laughs> it's all the, it's all part of the gray water system. I mean, if I don't have to drink it and it doesn't have to stick to me, then whatever. Yeah. And I I know I'm weird. I have a weird thing with like that's my, not weird. Feet touching stuff. That's not weird. Like, I can't I mean, take too. I can't take baths. Yeah. I can't. I mean, well, okay. What about <laughs> You're water? So sp- intense. Right? No, it's, I could, you know, it's, you were I like, don't like being. Oh, there's another one. At all. Yeah, I, mean, I don't can't I hate I don't it. Like it. What like about water sports in general? I mean, like, what if somebody's just like, I want to piss on you, just oh, not in the shower. <laughs> that kind of water sports. I, mean, I can't swim, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> there's very few water sports I can do. As long as he's wearing floaties, you can pee on him. You got water wings. Just okay. Bring it on. It, 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 Bo's like, oh yeah, I like being peed on, and, and Pete's like, that's disgusting. Anyways, I gotta go let some cats jizz on my face. <laughs> yeah. I, but like, I I don't know. It just seems like shower peeing seems much less innocuous than cats status quo. Okay, no, I get it. My house is covered in dog hair, and my yeah. dog, I watch my dogs lick their their. Whatever. And then you let them lick, lick your face. Yeah. Like I get it; it no, happens. Yeah. So, but you kind of expect dogs to be disgusting. It's that cats have this image as being fastidious, and it's like, oh yeah, they're really clean. Well, except now they licked all their shitty dirt off their feet, and they're licking the rest of them, and then they come up and rub against you, your various body parts, and your furniture, and your walls. And it's like, I mean, like, what if you didn't wipe your ass, and when you got out of the shower, just went and kind of <laughs> scraped it against the wall to clean off? Or against your couch. Like, would that be acceptable? Because it is for cats. It's disgusting. 
That's really. Look, I'll tell you right now. Tom and I lived together for a very long time, and that only happened four that's times. That's the best way to wipe your. Because <laughs> you can get on the corner, and it just it's it's right. You know, it's soft. It's not abrasive. Also, you know, how expensive toilet paper. Is? <laughs> so expensive. You can wash a wall. People read. People put couches on the lawn like every day. You can get them for free. We had three couches in our house at one point. <laughs> um. So where are we at? <laughs> I, I, I like where... I just where, pictured somebody, somebody sitting there on their one couch, like, three couches? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you must be kajillionaires. <laughs> the, the autograph session. There, where, there must be a lot of money in that podcast, <laughs> and Tom and Horchie had three couches <laughs> at one time. Where the girl... In the same room. <laughs> the, the girls want to grow up to hurt men by throwing things at them. I uh, that was uh, that was nice. It expressed some feminist rage. What, do you, what did you guys think of uh, the introduction of um, Jackie Anderson? Yeah, the Jackie Robinson nod, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her uh, jersey number and the yeah. you know. I didn't like how serious it got. Like, uh, it was like a serious subject. Yeah. It did. This episode, like, it tried. To she touch got really on, sad. Yeah, like, I mean, it's weird. Like, it tried to touch on the immigration and racism. I think in the beginning, and then that's trying to do the feminist thing at the end, like breaking barriers. Yeah, and, you yeah, know. and it's a. Well, Leela out of I, all people. Like that this mm-hmm. show has done that um at, at the right base on she a lot becomes of a other episodes, but uh, it just I don't know, like watching Leela f- feel really bad about it uh not bad enough. Sad. Yeah. What do you mean? Cuz she's not, not bad enough or... to be like I can't do this because I'm a kind of sellout minstrel. Well, she wanted to be prove that she wasn't terrible. Yeah. Uh, and then she was more than that. And incidentally, Jackie Anderson, played by Don Lewis, who also plays La Barbara yes. Conrad, who also co-wrote the Different World theme song with prolific racist. Who did the signoids, like the husband and wife? It was Trace McNeil and... I forgot to I, read. I was looking. It's got to be... Um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, David Herman? No, Maurice I, LaMarche? Yeah, I think it was Maurice oh, LaMarche. Yeah, it probably is. I think that's what it, it sounded like. Oh, what's his face? I didn't look up who he played, but um, not that he's not in a lot of episodes, but Tom Kenny was in a... Yeah, he was in it, in too. So maybe it's him. I don't know. Oh, it yeah, could he be, could have been him. a signal. They, they all wanted the autographs made out to eBay. Yeah. Little yeah, E-Big B. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really popular name. <laughs> I, I think... Oh, Hank no, Aaron. Hank Aaron, the 20... Fourth or whatever, uh-huh. yeah. you get the best lines in all that. The whole episode. It's probably yeah, he true. He had yeah. a lot of in had, his uh, deliver his like deadpan delivery yeah. like, made him even better because there was no Zoidberg in this episode. So and he yeah. got to be yeah. both like himself and his twenty fourth yeah. descendant, yeah. which is like that was interesting. That's like I did, I thought he was dead. So this is twenty years ago. He's probably mid sixties. So he played it well. I'm glad he decided to participate in the episode because sure. it did. I mean, it did elevate some pretty blasé material. Um, it always, it like, like that thing, it reminds me of, uh, like any of like the sitcoms or anything that have like a, spe- like a guest appearance of somebody that isn't necessarily an actor yeah, at yeah. all, but like, and they sort of get what they're doing, but it's still awkward yeah, a little bit. Like, yeah, you can hear it. The, like, yeah, yeah. Like, or I was thinking, um, of, uh, uh, Buzz Aldrin on 30 Rock, like, that whole bit oh, where he's and they so gave him good. really like yelling at the moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation where you had to be or were like directly adjacent to someone doing what Leela did, where it's like you're just in a complete sellout role and you're sort of like 
whatever sort of uh, example you think you're setting, it's hollow and are you, really like I'm just I'm just asking. Are you asking it, if we have ever been yes. in that situation, or if we knew, or if you knew was. someone that was where you're just like, man, I I really like what you do, but what you this is some bullshit shenanigans. Have you ever had to confront it like personally, one way? I'm either? trying to think of an example of like, okay, you know what? The Kellogg's cornflake rooster. Yeah, sold out. Did he? Yep. Why? Because he didn't eat the corn instead of. Uh... I don't know. I was just trying to think of an example of somebody that sold out. That rooster wasn't always famous. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'd say on more than one occasion, probably at my my old Cleveland factory job, there were uh, at least one or two guys I know that um, you know you'd see somebody get promoted to like you know a foreman position or whatever. And then is that what we're talking about? And then no, that's not what we're talking about, is it? No, I okay. So in that example, I guess it, like, I guess oh, it would be I, someone who was loudly. Tom's making notes to cut no. this out. Loudly and Good. Uh, <laughs> don't say no. Say yeah. I'm cutting this out. This is stupid. <laughs> loudly and frequently criticizing management for perceived shortcomings, then gets pro- promoted to a management position, and then literally does all the exact same shit. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. is that what we're talking about? I, I, that's that. That would be something similar to this. Is I that think. what Leela did? Because Leela's Leela has always been very. You know, and rightfully so, sort of feminist and strong, and uh, just you know, full of agency, and and like a, a really strong, powerful character, and and like, but I, and I think, the- and and then then it's like you're here's this opportunity to, you know, be famous. But I thought she was doing it, like, hey, I'm a woman, I'm the first woman Burnswall player. Look at all these women that are all yeah, excited her about. Were true. Yeah, but they weren't. I, but they weren't excited for the right reason. They were excited because she was violent. Who's to say that they weren't excited for the right reason? Because like, they they knew that's what it was. Everybody was showing up to watch her hit people. Whoa, hold on a second. How do you know that those women or or a I took a of survey them, as people came into the Burns Ball. No, he's, right. Like, he's right. He's right. Because all those people wanted to see her being. Each person. That's why the guy hired her. If she was, if she was a know, little bit no, better, that. that's where all the attention. But how do you know that some of those women, deep down in their heart, <clears throat> weren't like, um, like, oh, I don't care if she's out there eating babies alive. There's a woman Blurns ball player, in, and she's, uh, uh, do she's doing something? Because there would have been no point for the Jackie Anderson yeah. character. Yeah, I mean, it, the bare minimum it. But did, what does that have to do with the? So what the know. women, what the what the women who she was fans- she was being a minstrel, so it it was it was basically and women, like, and I think it was a tongue in cheek of those women enjoying that and supporting her because she was a woman, even though she was just yeah. hitting people. The Leela bean counters, or there yeah. could be a whole other level because she was hitting other like hitting men with base the yeah that's ball I was kind of thinking so, of that too. Like, who knows? But it, it, it definitely wasn't because. It, it wasn't in a uh, genuine uh, uh, admiration of her being a Blurns ball. Yeah, player. it wasn't like was she's an whole... awesome woman player. It's look, it's a woman and she's amazingly bad. Yes, it would That's be the. the whole it, thing. I mean, it would be the same as being a, a, a an actor of a specific ethnicity, getting onto a, a major primetime hit television show and playing up 
like just a, a <laughs> like a bad uh, like an like an Asian actor playing a Mickey Rooney, Mister uh, Yakitori or whatever his yeah. name is um, from Breakfast at Tiffany's character, and being like, uh, "What? I'm famous. I'm providing an example. You can be famous if you're a an Asian." And like, yeah, but you're famous for being awful and portraying all this negative stuff about that just recently happened. This. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Eddie Hong. He, uh, Why does that sound familiar? He's like a, f- a food guy. He's on like Viceland and stuff. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He did uh, Fresh Off the Boat. He wrote that book and then yeah. it got picked up as a TV show. Yeah. Right, yeah, the, yeah. the first season, he was like writer and producer. And then right. he stepped away because he's like, this is the exact opposite of what I wanted to do. Like, this is an Asian stereotype. And this is not what I, my intention is. And that's kind of what me. happened with the, the Jared Carmichael show. Yeah. They, they just canceled that. And he's just like, they, it's like, this I didn't is know that too, got canceled. He quit. Oh, was and it? And then like they didn't renew. in the. He's just like, you know what? We've done a lot of work and I'm really proud of it. But uh-huh. for this to continue to be successful and grow, they want me to like, you know, Isn't that- change it from what I want it to oh, be. Okay. It's also an important plot thing in the first season of Master of None, wasn't it? Yeah. The Indian yeah. role. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, I so g- that's what this seems like with Leela, right? Yes. I, I agree with, with Pete actually on this where like I think that's what the, the whole – character of Jackie Anderson came in to be like she was mad that Leela was just terrible and going along with it and that's when Leela was like I'm gonna be the best or not the worst Burns ball player or whatever she was was just she just enjoyed the uh attention attention and the like admir or like the just publicity of her being bad like she, yeah, she no, in he, her okay, it was a selfish I, I mean, thing because her, like, she was like i'm the first woman learns ball player but she was bad like it, <clears throat> it like i i wish there was a video of uh when you said i agree with pete on this one and then like a, <laughs> like a Re- ralph wiggum part slowing down the the vcr like this is the moment where his heart rips in half yeah. <laughs> The, the uh the, you know the little side story that kind of put the button on the pizza stand with the the signals um signoids signoids when the guy buys the pizza and he's like this is delicious i, I want to buy your stand and they're like i don't you know it blah 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 and he goes i don't care if it has horse manure and he goes that's good yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah it was fishy joe the guy that bought oh that's right that's right yeah. i didn't recognize that uh Thing coming back. He's not the same guy that owned the Mets, too, is it? No, that's that is Double Abner Deal. Double Deal. Yeah. And okay. this is Fishy Joe, who owns Fishy Joe. Yeah. And Fishy, oh, Fishy yes. Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so I guess I mean, but then when it comes back to the end of it, it's that for for all of Leela being effectively a minstrel, she did open the door enough that was it the Yankees or the New New York Yankees said, "Well, if the Mets are getting all of this attention with this, then we can bring in a woman too." Except that Jackie Anderson was like really good. Yep. Yes, I think I it was the, think the Boston was... Point Dexters. Though. Was that was what it was? It? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. I, I forgot. What yeah, the other it team was. was. Yeah. She played for the New New York. Uh, uh, Blurns Ball, like university, New New York University. But, but no, then, but when she became then she a pro, got signed when to she, a pro. Um, what what did you say it was? The Boston what? Uh, Point Dexters. Point Dexters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then th- this had the month old Frank's hot dogs with experience yeah. joke. Someone just sent us that on the Twitter account. I I forget who it was, but that was a uh, uh, someone 
made that joke at us, and it was appreciated. This uh, episode of the Stormcast is brought to you by Month Old Hot Dogs. Yeah. Isn't there a place on 25th that's like the Old Fashioned uh, Hot Dogs? Yeah. What is yeah. that? It's uh, No, it's um, 38th. It's called Old Fashioned Hot Dogs. Yeah. yeah, but I thought it was somebody's name, Old Fashioned Or 41st. Hot well, it was uh, forever. God, I'm blanking on the place. Uh, Steve's? Um, Steve's. Steve. But Steve, no, but I almost Steve's. said Nathan's yeah. Hot Dogs. Yeah. Steve's <laughs> burned down, didn't yeah. it? Right, yeah, but it's, they have another hot dog place there with the same sign that said Old Fashioned Hot Dogs. Not Old Fashioned, Old Fashioned Hot Dogs. Oh, really? I never uh, noticed that it... Uh, what is the... Uh, what's the difference between an Old Fashioned and an Old Fashioned? Well, one to drink. An old fashioned <laughs> hot dog, I would think, would be a hot dog fashioned for an old style. <laughs> an old fashioned hot dog is one that, you know, you have to take them out on three dates before you can <laughs> no, it, kiss it's, and. Uh, it's bell you know, It's old fashioned. <laughs> hot dogs that. I'm old fashioned. Well, and then there was that. Oh, yes. There was another hot dog place when, yeah. on West 25th called Weenie A Go Go that was. I'm. Uh, you can just, now get it, a no, tattoo at that place. It, yeah, it's not there. <laughs> I know. I, no, I just, I'm not, I'm not, it was just weird. I have a funny story about old-fashioned hot dogs. My Uh-oh. mom is like a born and raised Clevelander. I mean, yeah. I was raised in the Bay Area. And I moved here when I was like 11. She was hyping like Cleveland for me. She was just like, <laughs> so she had to convince yeah, you to come back. But I was excited. I was like, oh, let's just fucking do this. And uh, but she's like, this old place. Old I didn't know you, wow, grew you up had, in the Bay Area. And That's you awesome. also had quite the mouth at eleven year old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking. Get that. But, uh, she got. She kept hyping up these. This like, is before you moved, or like right after you yeah, got like, here. Right, like, yeah, like all these places she went to, like in the seventies yeah. and eight. You know, and she's like, it's old fashioned hot dogs. You're gonna love it. Black Panther yeah. meetings. <laughs> My mom's a pretty cool chick. So because she takes me there, and you guys, you've been, you've seen it. It's like this is one the same old lady from the fifty. Like yeah. it is gross. And I'm like, it's like this a is dirty lunch and that's my mom. Like you know, she's just so like non fancy. Uh, it is. Uh, so I always. I've never eaten fond there. Fond memories of that place. Now they're right in there. Not that I remember. You get like it's like an old like a uh, like steelworkers would go there because you get a like a box of hot dogs. You yeah. Know, that you take back and it costs like five dollars. That's. My kind of place. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, did you get the text from rallies today? No. Oh, that's what that was from? The Facebook for, thing? No. For no rally, I got a, I got a, four rally cheeseburgers for $4? No, I didn't get that, but I did get a um, uh, somebody's spam who must have clicked on something. Anybody get that Facebook spam today text to you? No. It was like, uh, you have to... Um, it's, it's, it's probably somebody with my number that clicked on something that I'm Facebook friends with or whatever uh, that was like, um, you have to um, verify your... Your identity, click here, or your thing will be disabled. Everybody has to do this kind of explanation. How thing far did you get before you realized that it was a scam? <laughs> um, All the way. Uh, I can't get the. They, they got my truck. God damn it! I'm I'm annoyed. What now. are you trying to do? I'm trying to find out who sent us the thing about the month old francs. Oh, but it's not low. It's it's back farther than my phone will cash. So so when Leela. Was being trained by Hank Aaron the twenty fourth and everything, and he's like, "Keep your eye off the ball and everything." Uh-huh. And she throws that one pitch. Was that the end of training? It seemed yeah, like it was the was end it. of training. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, she didn't need to learn much more. And really, it's—I mean—it's very similar to the Caddyshack sort of thing. Just be the ball. I'm surprised he didn't like. They didn't make a nod to that and be like, "Winning," mm-hmm. you know. It, it was. Uh, like right after that, she goes, I'm not a belly itcher anymore. And he goes, oh, you got that too? It must be going around. <laughs> that was one of those good Hank Aaron. Uh, the other one was great when she's like, if I could be one tiny, t- tiny iota better than you, he's like, 
Oh, that guy was great. That was, that was <laughs> a good one. See, Pete, there's a lot of good. No, good there's line. not a lot of good. That's like the fourth good joke yeah. in this whole episode, and we have like three minutes. It was sprinkled it. with a, mm-hmm. with some good. I like the sweat file. Oh, yeah, that's that Hermes. So weird, yeah. The umpire had was like, I, I should probably did. start one of those. Yeah. Oh, was it Hermes? Yeah. yeah. I should, I that's should why have it was funny because it was bureaucratic nature. <laughs> mm-hmm. The uh, clown when he like like the second baseman or whatever, and he like tried to grab the ball or, and then he threw the pie yeah. at first base. I thought that was really. Oh, yeah, is that reason. when they said it's not clown fundamentals? <laughs> yeah, like the, the manager's so frustrated. He's like, "Stop the clown antics!" And also, yeah, but I don't know if you noticed, we are uh, deep within the moment of the podcast where we all just start going through our notes and <laughs> uh, turn it into the Chris Farley show. That we thought was funny. Yeah. Um, the best line in the whole, no, I guess not. But from the, um, and I've seen Mr. Belvedere naked was, that was from good. Bob Uecker. That was, he was great. actually peeing in the shower at the time. <laughs> <laughs> was it right after he sat on his balls and they had to stop filming and he took his pants off? I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like this episode was just it was good. It was it just, just it, mediocre. We laughed. We had a good time, but all in all, like it just. It, I just wish uh, we could have chinchilla giant chinchillas yeah, run out at the end of every good. podcast. You know, you can't bathe them. Though. Can you end every no, podcast you, him, with dust, we laughed? We had baths. a good time. <laughs> Can you end every podcast with, hey, guys, we laughed. We had a good time. <laughs> all in all, we learned something. Chinchillas need to bathe in dust. Did yes, you know dust, dust bath. That's, like, so weird. They're like soft. a dry shampoo situation. They're super I, soft. Yeah. Have you ever watched a documentary about any animal ever? They're all weird. Like, <laughs> life is weird, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... I think we can all agree, and I think we already have, that this is a pretty shitty episode of the show, but it was sure nice to have you over, Bo, and it was yeah, fun. We'll have to have you back sometime. Uh, is there anywhere that people can find you on the internet or anything you'd like to talk about as artistic pursuits or things like that? Um, all Dinos, have a sh- we have a show, I think, July 15th, Friday. That's the band All Dinosaurs. All Dinosaurs, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> Just so uh, used to the shorthand. Like, yeah, short what, what, how do you subgenre yourselves? Is it metal? Is it punk? Is it punk metal? Tra- is it just intense rock we and start roll? Out as, we want to be punk rock, and I yeah. think uh, I I can't sing without s- screaming. I mean, we I practice in the room next to you. I, I can't know. hit notes, yeah. so it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I guess I'll scream this one, yeah. and uh, yeah, and then it just kind of gets heavier and heavier. So we did, yeah, we didn't want to be metal. It, so uh, yeah, kind of we were like the weird punk band at metal shows, and but metal weird, wanted you to yeah, be, and the weird <laughs> yeah. metal band at punk shows, and but uh, no. no, but but I always like that about going to shows and watching. Like uh, uh, metal kids go like, uh, you know, some of them like no thanks, and some of them go like, that's a cool punk rock band. They got yeah. like something for me, and you know, or, like or vice versa. Watching like punk kids go like, like oh, I'm not usually a metal guy, but this band's sweet. Right. You know, like I get called out because I know nothing about metal, like yeah. nothing. Yeah. And uh, so when we play the metal shows, you know, like, people ask me questions, and I'm just like, dude, uh, you just have to make it like, yes, I love. I, I thought Poison had some good songs. Yeah. They're a metal band, yeah. right? Or, but like, it's just crazy. Like our drummer is really like he's such a knowledgeable person and everything. But like, there's so many subgenres and all this oh, stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, people your your serious, drummer's you like a, a one of those savant guys yeah, who's no, like, definitely. you know, he's Mike Burroughs. He contains magnitudes. And daps. It's like, it's crazy, but um, you wouldn't know it because he won't say four fucking words in public. <laughs> no, it takes a while. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a little, takes a little while. It's just a lot of nods and smiles from yeah. that guy. Yep. 
but but a really great drummer. Yeah, the whole the whole band, but all dinosaurs is uh, except for that bass player of yours. <laughs> That's kind yeah. of a jerk. That Ever jerk. since he cut his hair and sold out, yeah. man. <laughs> um, Where can we find some some all dinosaurs music? Did you really yeah. say that? Oh, no, well, uh, no. I think we do have a band camp. We're so bad with the whole like internet thing. We do, we have a band camp. Facebook's probably the easiest it's mm-hmm. thing to be like. Uh, we'll we post it. Update the most, but we have, mm-hmm. I think our last show Good idea. for the foreseeable Cle- future. In, yeah, foreseeable in Cleveland will be next Friday. At the Happy Dog, very sad. That's We're a that, all very sad. that's a really weird qualification. Oh, Our last show not, in Cleveland. Do you have oh, any other right. shows? No one's, no one's right? going to hear yeah, that. Then Columbus the next day. So, well, by the time you hear this, they've already had their last show. In Are you sure? Wait, when is it? If it's July, next Friday, July fifteenth, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, we have one ahead of his. That's to go right. Out. So, yeah, so doesn't Sorry, matter. Guys. Go buy records <laughs> off Bandcamp yeah. or from. Do you have T-shirts or anything? People, yeah, can we buy? got tons of T-shirts. I'm probably gonna need to clear those we out. If you guys so aren't playing money, for a while. We have so much vinyl. <laughs> but we'll just give you his T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. They, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. We're actually we're, we're throwing on the idea of doing one last show and and booking it as a last show and having friends. Play. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do. I kind of had the same no. feel. Why not? I don't want to because you don't want to. You don't need to end it. You just need to stop and then whatever. I, you I'm you just need to boat. wait until your drummer becomes unreachable and then fly in a different one from New York like seven <laughs> years later. Yeah. Or you just stop doing it and then you start talking through a group text about doing a reunion show in November. Yeah. No, I kind of like get something more natural like that. I don't like the idea of like building up to a last There's show. The, like it's, it seems so awkward in the practices before. And and it's, I'm not at all like uh, disparaging your, your guys's like notoriety and everything that you've guys done. But I think that's like a little bit uh, pompous of totally. a band to do. I completely agree. I, like I, if you're a big band that have toured all over the like. Fucking you two do a fairwear tour or what tour or whatever, but like no, that's, local but bands, that's even worse because like, you know they will get back to right. Better. Yeah, was, doing a farewell anything is silly. The idea what, that like I think are, it's yeah people it's that it's a big deal at all. That, oh, like people are going to show up and care. I know people we have fans, but it's weird to assume that it's going to be this big. Well, I, but thing. but but okay. you know what? Sometimes like and especially for me because it's hard to get out of the house because of my obligations and whatnot. But like. When somebody's like, this is our last show, because you always think, I'll get the next one. People do it to my band all the time. Oh, yeah. I'll go to the next one, the next one, the next one, the next one, and then like eight years go by, and people that have been like, I'm going to catch your next show, you've never seen them ever. Well, screw them. Yeah. Screw them for your last show. I I just want to make this point, and I don't think I've said this to any of you guys. Uh, All of our bands suck? No, to (laughs) to any of the All Dino guys. Um, like, yeah, I, I understand where you guys are coming from saying that. And yeah, especially when, when it's your thing, you're like, yeah, I don't want to make a big deal. It's like, you know, it's like your birthday. Like, I don't make a big deal about it or whatever. Um, your guys' band is like a nexus point for a lot of my friendships in this town. And it's like, I remember going to see, um, I'm like, oh, uh, Brandon Moore's in a new band. <laughs> oh, like going to see it. And I think I like knew who you were, maybe knew who Dave was, probably not. And like, uh, or in any of the you know current or, or past members, and uh, like it was like a thing of like you know just getting to know a lot of people that we're all friends with now, or like people that I wasn't friends with, you know, at that point or whatever. It was going to all dinosaur shows, that's cool. and then you know, so like that's like a I don't I don't know, and then and then you know, oh, we're all going to this cookout, and it's like oh, I know the guys from this band, and I've started to meet some people that like go to that you know, and then he knows so and so, and you know, so-and-so works with, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, so it's cool. like, it's like when, it, when I found out you guys were breaking up and I was like, oh, 
that's like this, there's this like starting point for a lot of people that I consider good friends now. And then like this, you know, so it's, yeah, it's like, I, I have like a, an uh, emotional connection to you guys breaking up. Uh, like, that, you know. that means a lot. Actually, when I was driving here, I was trying to connect the dots, you know, <laughs> with, with all you guys. And it's funny because yeah. it's like, it's, you really can't pinpoint it, but it's like, it's, a, it's just a, a special thing to Cleveland. I feel like where it's, we're just small enough where we're all connected, but big enough too, where it's like, it's not like super obvious. Like, yeah, yeah I know so-and-so from this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like I, I got a lottery league shirt on tonight. Like you yeah. couldn't do that in New York. You couldn't do it in no. LA. You might be able to pull it off somewhat in Chicago, but like, I think that's a phenomenon that's, that's unique just to the perfect size, a perfect size city where it's like, there's enough stuff going on that not everybody knows each other, but within two degrees of separation, you probably yeah. know everybody in, you know, out of 200 people that sign up for something for sure. Um, all, all of that being said, do you have any, uh, as, as, a, stuff to plug? as a, well, as a counterpoint to not okay. announcing your last show, uh, the other way to do it is like pleasure leftist did where one member of the band put, this is our last show on a flyer and didn't tell anybody else, <laughs> <That's pretty funny. laughs> which is, I mean, I, I don't know what all the backstory on it was, but when I asked the other people in the band, like, this is your last show. And they're like, well, apparently yeah. <laughs> was it, did they break up? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, which I mean, kind of a dick move, but well played yeah, for sure. By the way, guys, this is the last podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to make a big deal out of it. Sorry, ne- Netflix pulled the show. <laughs> We're gonna get it. And, and actually, no, uh, we should address that. We are going to continue doing the show, even though Netflix pulled it. I was thinking about this today. There's all of this cryptic stuff from David X. Cohen, like, just wait until the end of the summer. There's going to be some great news about Futurama. I don't think it's going to be new episodes or a movie or something. I bet it's going to be some kind of new streaming service that has, like, a bunch of Fox content on it or something that makes it available. I mean, yeah, Yeah, Infosphere had a thing that said, uh, like, one of the news today was, or the same day the Worlds of Tomorrow iOS uh, Android game came out, but it said, David... X-Cone reveals through a Reddit AMA there will be exciting Futurama news later this summer, but it won't be a TV episode or a movie, so it could be something. Who knows? We And we will, Live address, action. we will address the game at some point. I started playing it today. Yeah, I started uh, playing it a few days ago. Yeah, we, we're going to have to make some it's more gonna be bonus a lot of content waiting. for you. A lot of tapping and then waiting till things yeah Pete, Pete, watching you get the last <laughs> bit of that wine out of that bag of wine from that box of wine is making my liver shake because it just it, tom can attest to that just all the times walking in the kitchen where i'm like squeezing trying the- to suck it out with the valve open yeah i'm just thrifty that's all well no so am i and also this being the first podcast i uh haven't drank while recording I don't think and, this is the first and, podcast you haven't drank while you're recording, but it's the first oh, podcast that I've drank while recording. Uh, you know, tr- trust me, it is. It's it, not. There, there's been a couple. It's, it's. Tr- um, trust I believe me, you. I'm me. What, I believe I, both I think of I you. would remember. How do you? We, you can't believe both of us. One I believe of us this is wrong. the first podcast he's been drinking. No, and the first okay, podcast no, no, no. You I, I, I believe you guys now. Whatever, fine. Uh, Cheers, Horchie. Anyway, uh, so we talked about all dinosaurs. Is there anything else you want to uh, let people know about? No, really. Not Anywhere really. to find you? Specifically? Well, we already know about your balls. Like that's kind yeah, of no, <laughs> about the bell clapper. I'm an open book. So. Is there any? Uh, do you have like uh, personal internet accounts you'd like people to find you on, like an Instagram or a Twitter or something? Yeah, or I'm pretty low key. I had the Facebook, but uh, I'm not too active on it. Yeah, it's really all all dinosaurs, guys. Go. Uh, yeah, go check, check out. Yeah, them. right, right before they break up and stop updating the page forever. <laughs> well, maybe enough people uh, 
find out and then people write letters and demand <laughs> them to get back together. Yeah, see, that'd be cool. Yeah, maybe if you had a phone number for the band, people could send you dick pics. Like we do, which is 216-438-1077. Uh, your voicemails and text messages appreciated. We had uh, uh, somebody sent us a picture of a Futurama card decal today, but um, I was more interested in the white fire hydrants. There was white fire hydrants there. And and when I responded to them, they said, oh yeah, my mom used to work for a fire hydrant company and they gave her one every year. And like... What if you could just walk out of work with like, like here's here's your Christmas bonus? It's a fucking fire, fire hydrant. hydrant. That's the name of my screwdriver cover band is White Fire Hydrants. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> screwdriver. <laughs> um, God, I boy, Tom and his small bladder. I'm gonna have to do this all by myself, right? We can be found at slurmcast.com where we have our all of our episodes are posted with you're, you're doing background great. notes. Um, it also has a link to our Tee Public shop where you can buy Futurama-themed T-shirts, some other T-shirts we've selected to be part of our curated collection. If you have artwork you'd like to see on a T-shirt, Futurama-related or not, we would love to host it in our shop. And if, if you set it up through that, um, you'll get paid for your designs when people buy the shirts. Uh, we can be emailed at slurmcastpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram and Twitter at slurmcastpod. Uh, Facebook, we're on there too at just slurmcast. I think that's all of our social media stuff. Please rate and review us in iTunes. Um, that helps. It's been a while since we got a nice review or any reviews. I mean, just it's the numbers that count. Just Just stand up and be counted, right? Don't don't let him bully three. you into writing crap. Three just, is an important number. Just enjoy the show. No, three is a magic. Actually, number. don't even do that. Just don't listen to it. Get out. Get out of my face. Go listen. To, go <laughs> listen. Internet. Listen to the dollop and the Dana Gould. Yeah, hour. there you go. Listen. Listen to some quality. <laughs> the, the Dana Gould hour, which is infrequent but very long and always an excellent listen. I must say though, this is excellently produced. When you get, I I gotta say like a good job. every time I listen to uh thank you very much for saying that I. I don't know why Tom I'm thanking you because I don't <laughs> can't Yay. take any of the credit for that. But I just know well, I'm I'm uh, joining you in complimenting these two fellas here. I don't even do it. I just turn it on and you, press record. Uh, well, you have all these little knobby doobies that you like. Friends are doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what to expect. And then I went. Yeah, and right. Listened. I'm like, holy shit, this is really good. It sounds like there are professional. What happened? I got enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just bursted you know a hundred photos and I ran yeah, out you know, of. Uh, you know what? Uh, Tom Tom saying I've had enough is probably a great <laughs> point to sign off on this show, right? <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Bye. <laughs>